This week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast is brought to you by listeners like you. Head on over to patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast and subscribe today. Fans, founders, and insiders like you help us keep the Run, Eat, Drink podcast going. And we thank you for your support. Hi, I'm Jeff Galloway, and you are listening to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back of the packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Hey, welcome to episode 165 of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. I'm your host, Amy. And I am your co-host, Dana. We're so happy you're here. Welcome to this week's show. Welcome to American Craft Beer Week. Yes, and we are coming off of a holiday weekend, heading into a holiday week. Happy belated Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Yes. So uh, a lot happening this week. Yes. And over this past weekend. And we, I, I have to say, this past week, I was so grateful to continue to receive messages and videos for Jeff Galloway. Yeah, it was great seeing more people messaging us and saying, hey, is it is there still time? Mm-hmm. And we're like, of course there's still time. There, There's never yes. going to be an expiration, I don't think, until no. we take the, the site down and we're no. not taking it down anytime soon until he's back up and no. you know feeling 100%. I'll tell you what I'm doing. Anytime anybody sends anything, I add it to the site, whether it's a picture and a little blurb of well wishes that's written or a video or an audio message for him. I add it to runnydrink.net slash Jeff. And then as soon as I have it up there and it's visible, I send an email to Jeff so that he is constantly flooded with positive messages that he can look at his leisure or when he needs an extra boost. I know we mentioned it last week, but Amy has had an opportunity to correspond with Jeff a little bit, and he is very thankful mm-hmm. for the outpouring of well wishes, and he said it's it's helping him in his recovery. So if to, you qu- to quote his email, oh, he says, here we go. Amy, every post you send me, every post you send me lifts my spirits. I am making progress. These posts reduce stress. Thanks, Jeff. Well, there you go. So you got to reduce the man's stress. So if you haven't sent a message in to wish Jeff a speedy recovery, please do so. Email your well wishes, whether it's a photo or a text blurb or Both. an audio recording or even a video recording. Oh, to, yeah. We've had those. We have. You can either message them to us on our social media channels sure. or if you want to send an email, info at runeatdrink.net. Yes. But it's apropos that we are having Jeff introduce this week's episode because we, as we get started on the episode, we're going to be talking about another race that benefits the Donna Foundation. Indeed. 
And if you are not familiar, the Donna Foundation, Donna Marathon Weekend is a race in Jacksonville, Florida, that Jeff Galloway helped get off the ground. Along with Edith Perez and its namesake, Donna Deegan. Yes. And we were tagged by some friends of ours from the Bouncy Hunters. On Facebook. Over on Facebook. it's a This is a group of medical professionals and their friends who get together and they do charity runs or they run these races for charity to raise funds for the Donna Foundation. Yes. And they are just amazing. They've adopted us and they let us hang out with them, even though we, we can't really hang with them on the race because they're very fast. Yeah, they are. We've it's... talked about our friends, Mike and Andy Sharp. Andy just winning her division every time. She want to show off. So talented and, and so indeed. inspiring and such a positive influence on others. Yeah, we absolutely love them. And she keeps us motivated when mm-hmm. we go up there. Yeah. But so... This race was something I didn't know anything about until we were tagged in it. Well, I, I think missed it's it. one of the lesser known races that the Donna Foundation does. It's unless you're local to the Jacksonville area or in that group, the Bouncy Hunters. So we're going to be talking about the Mother's Day Your Way mm-hmm. race for benefiting the Donna Foundation. Yes. And then we're going to be... Revisiting. Oh, Tiki. <laughs> Sorry. We need some bongo music here. I know. We're revisiting a restaurant that we featured a, a couple of episodes ago. We talked about it on that episode when we said we have some additional food and beverage True. from Jungle Bird Tiki, so which good. happens to be here in our hometown here it's in Cape Coral, Florida. Just so good. So, this is one of those places we're going to be featuring this amazing restaurant that's going to give you who might be looking to come travel to florida sometime this summer Mm. maybe you're wanting to come down to the area just to vacation in the sanibel captiva area and you're looking for a great dinner out Mm -hmm. or a a great mid-afternoon lunch like we did Mm. the food and beverage here that we're going to be talking about tonight will instantly transport you to some remote south pacific islands like we need background music and i don't know as we talk about it it's just incredible (laughs) so we're very much looking forward to that and we hope you will stay tuned for that amazing spot food and beverage so let's talk running yeah this past weekend it was mother's day and we celebrated all the mothers that we love and who are in, inspiring to us in our own lives and in the Runcation Nation by doing the Mother's Day Your Way. Now, what do you mean, your way? Well, the last time we did Donna events, they were specific distances or challenges that were combination of distances a la 5k 10k half well that there was no 10k but full marathon ultra or a combination of these right and we had so many from the runcation nation come on board and do them with us we had a kickoff party we 
had a wrap up celebration. Just, I think we had over we 40. Had confetti. We had confetti. We're still trying to find here in the studio. Still, <laughs> we find it when we're cleaning. Yeah, it hides. It's like static electricity, and just you think you've gotten it all. You're wrong. <laughs> You're so wrong. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. But anyway, this one. Mother's Day your way, it's just 30 minutes of activity on Mother's Day weekend. So you could do it on Saturday, you could do it on Sunday, and it, it, you could bike ride, you could walk, you could run, you could do a combination of those things. You could, any activity of 30 minutes. Yeah. And then you could submit your results if you wanted to, and you can tag on social media if you wanted to. But you don't have to. It's not a requirement. But if you register, then you support the Donna Foundation and you get a finisher's medal, a gender-specific cotton blend performance shirt, a goodie bag courtesy of Natural Life that will include their famous runner ribbon. And if you've ever watched any of our live broadcasts from the studio, we have one of the runner ribbon magnets on our boom microphone arms. And they do also have the still the active experience app that you could use to time your activity if you wanted to the same way we did with the Donna Marathon weekend events. We had access to a Donna digital tribute wall just specifically for Mother's Day your way. So I uploaded a photo of of me, my mother and my sister and with a little tagline about how much I love them and they are inspiring to me. And opening and closing ceremony videos were presented by Black Knight just like they were back in February. Mm -hmm. And a virtual event bag with exclusive offers from sponsors and partners. Yeah, and the adult entry was $35. And if you have joined their charitable society, their 1912 Giving Society, it was a $10 discount on that. So yeah. a very approachable cost of entry. I yes. think, if, especially for what you get. And we haven't talked about the medal. Yeah, we haven't talked about the finisher's medal. We I just, mentioned it. I stated that you receive a finisher's medal. And we don't have ours yet because we were tagged right before the weekend. Yeah. So we ours are still in transit. But it's a wine stopper. Yeah. And I don't think we have, we've had bottle openers that serve as medals. I was going to say, we have had the occasional functional medal, but this, I, and we have had, certainly had complex medals that have moving parts and oh, like yeah. spinners and that cool, type of thing. glow in the dark but medals. All sorts of stuff, but Fantastic. functional medals, pretty rare. And this one is a really cute, like you said, the wine stopper. Yeah. And it's got the, the conical shape to it with the little rubber rings. Uh-huh. But the top of the metal is like a stopwatch. Uh, yes. For like the 30 minutes. Yeah. And it's got the Mother's Day Year Away logo. It's gorgeous. And I am... And the 30-minute timer is like in pink. Yeah. So... I think this is going to be a really cool addition to the metal hangers. Oh, well, and it can serve a purpose as well. It can. We said our goal was to get into and find out more about wine this year. This is true. And we're going to have to get on that goal and maybe this will help us and aid us in our taste testing at home. Well, it will certainly aid us in our ability to seal up the bottle once and we've opened it. Yes, exactly. So I'm very excited about this. I think the metal is adorable. Mm -hmm. 
and again, for what you're getting and the fact that you're benefiting a charity, I think it's fantastic. Yes, indeed. So what did we do? We combined a couple of things. We did. I thought we're, it's 30 minutes. We are, you are spurring us on and inspiring us and everybody that came to us as foodies and Travel wanted enthusiasts to and- dabble in the running, but didn't really know what it was all about or how to get started. So you've been doing the Couch to 5K. You've been doing the Easy 5K application that is powered by Lolo Fit and Jeff Galloway. Yes. Yes. In fact, you've been sharing what each day's workout mm-hmm. looks like in our social media feed yeah. to give everybody an idea. We've had some people joining a little bit late and some asking, is it too late to join? The answer is no. It's never too late. It's never too late. And we are taking, or I'm doing a very conservative approach to this. Mm-hmm. In fact, too conservative for a couple of our, our listeners, but they like to jump in and say hi and cheer yeah. me on anyway. Yeah. And, and it's the, the idea behind this is to get people who like you said, came to us not from the running side to get out and try it. And yeah. they're, I, th- I think that they're, you're going to be shocked and surprised pleasantly at how much progress and how much of a difference just a very short interval, running interval makes. Yeah. And we're doing this. Currently, we're only at a five-second run interval and a 25-second walk interval for the the run portions that's what you do a lot of the people who follow us or are following the program will take a different ratio and that's totally fine if it's motive this is motivating you to to get out and do anything even if you don't want to run at all just want to get off the couch get out there do it Uh, there's no harm in that and And specifically mm -hmm. oh i was gonna say i didn't mean to interrupt you no no i thought that your approach is very very smart because you have been streaming via youtube facebook twitter so people can go to our youtube channel find that run if they wanted you in their ear as to to on replay do it at the time that it's good for them yes and we have had some people doing that Mm -hmm. and i'm I'm glad to be able to do that for you guys and they've been tagging us too and we've been sharing so thank you for coming along with that. Yeah. So we decided to kill two birds with one stone. And this weekend for the, the long run portion of that program was, I believe, a mile and a half total run. Yeah. So it was a little over 30. When you f- yeah, it was, it was over 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. But when you factor in the three minute warm up and three minute cool down, it's well over 30 minutes. Yeah. And you ended up. Nice and easy. Yeah, just very relaxed and no pressure. No. And we had a very mild Saturday. Mm-hmm. We had a mild so cold front lucky. come through. And we were actually very... Go ahead, ring it. Yeah. <laughs> we were very happy to be able to get out and enjoy it. It was in the 60s when we went out. It was great. And... We decided that was going to be how we would get our activity in for the purposes of our of our Mother's Day Your Way run. Yeah. And it just, it was great. And we availed ourselves of what 
Jeff likes to tell us, which is for the long run day, you don't have to do any intervals at all if you don't want to. You could walk the whole thing. And it was purely because it was so pretty out. I had no desire to speed that along. And we saw so many buddies. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because of the cooler weather, the the rabbits in the area were just out running and all over the place. Little ones, big ones. Yeah. So it was, uh, it felt felt very spring-like in a lot of ways. Yeah. So I, I had a blast. Amy came out with me. It was just super relaxing. What a great way to start the day. Mm. And so I think the total time on the road for us was about 37, 38 minutes. Mm. And that's counting us talking a little bit before and after and, mm-hmm. and all that. But it, it was a great time and a great way to get that in. This is a recurring event for the donna foundation indeed yes just like the donna marathon weekend event so what we would like to encourage everybody to do is if you're not already following the donna marathon to end breast cancer i I believe their screen name is 262 with donna on facebook instagram follow them search for that you find them absolutely add this one to your repertoire if you're looking for cool virtuals to do for next year I think that this is a great one. Maybe mm-hmm. you and your mom can go out and, and run it or a, or you and a, a special mom or, or you and your daughter. A son and a mom and a son. And Absolutely. Just, yeah. Yeah. This is, this is a really cool and I think just a, it's a great event and a great cause to support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when we get that bling in and we'll the, show the stuff, yeah, the stuff from the actual goodie bag, everything we get, we'll do either a we'll uh, post pictures, do a live something, yeah, we'll, all of the above. We'll show it off. Just, we don't have it. So it's not in the episode artwork this week. Exactly. And also I'd encourage you if uh, you want to follow just a really cool group of people, check out the bouncy hunters on Facebook, Facebook. I think it's Facebook only, or do they do Instagram too? It's Facebook as far as I know. Okay. Check them out. Again, just an amazing group of people that are you know, spreading positivity, raising money for the Donna Foundation. Incredible. We love them mm-hmm. and we cannot wait to run with re- them again? reconnect with them next year. Yeah. I was thinking Donna. about them so hard this weekend, so much because the Gasparilla virtual events are going on and some people in Tampa that are local to that area, like the run Tampa group up there, they were posting pictures of their virtual Gasparilla experience there <laughs> on Bayshore. Okay. And I was thinking about the, one of the first times that we ran Gasparilla and we were heading out on the course and Andy Sharp was coming back back on the tail end of her half and she jumped the median to go get a picture with me yeah and it was just great yeah she's a machine and also there's that whole the time that you got to go interview meb kafleski there and oh lots of good memories there at gasparilla but i don't want to do that one virtually i want to do that one in person i do too so just so everybody knows we are still looking really hard uh at filling up our race calendar i talked about this on the coffee chat this morning because yes because I, I keep talking about it, and Maria Miller was in the chat, and she's like, yeah, okay, I know what you mean, because what I said was, I don't want to lay down the gauntlet. I don't want to update our website with all the races that we're thinking about and wanting to do, because the last time we did that, yep. <laughs> I can't really, happened. I can't do it, but it's it all got swept away. It did. So... 
but we're going to have to commit. I know we, we are, we have been talking a lot with a lot of the Runcation Nation when they jump in on live events. Mm. We are seriously looking at, well, it, the minute they announce the Donna in real life, we're registering for that. Mm. Uh, so that's, that's for sure. I really hope. We are looking hard at, I think, upcoming one of the vacation races. We're looking at to maybe do some meetups. And as soon as we settle on some races that confirm that they're going to be live. In person. And in person. Mm -hmm. And that's something that we can get to. Yeah. We're going to update everything. We're going to have to pull the trigger. and We're going to have to commit. I know. Because at this point, people can't blame us for 2021. I know. It's already underway. It's happening, and a lot and a lot of the races are looking really positive that they're going to host and be live in fall. At, in the fall, in the fall, we want to be in person, and we want to meet up, and we want to get back to that. And absolutely, for sure. But of course, all this running does make me work up an appetite, of and even talking about running makes me work up an appetite. Mm. You know how I am, and we had. Such an amazing meal. So many great plates that we had to talk about it on two separate episodes, this one meal. It's pretty rare that we do this, actually. I, and I, I, when we went there, I, I thought, okay, it's probably going to be good. And we could have ordered an entree. We could have. But I think that the strategy is to order from the starter small plate section of the menu so that you can have more of a flavor of tiki. Yeah, and I, you and I have talked about this before. Ugh. We are fans of tapas-style dining, mm -hmm. and this gives you just a little more variety. Yeah. And, and for me, I just love seeing what different angles a chef has on... Different, a multitude of items and yeah. tapas style dining or getting the small plate stuff. To me, that's just the way to go. So good. Yeah. So Jungle Bird Tiki, of course, we talked about a couple of weeks ago. And we're back at it because we had even more surf and turf. We did. That was just incredible. It really was. And I don't think that you could get two items that are more different than the two we're going to talk about because one mm. leans very heavily into Tex-Mex influences. Yeah. And the other goes a little more Asian. Yeah. I think it's a nice cross of tiki and... Which tiki is an amalgamation of stuff anyway. It's not, yeah. like, it's not like a one... Specific, specific style of food. It's or, not. Yeah. So, not genre. Well, no. Yeah, you can mix a little. It's a made-up thing anyway. So, right. Because they're not really basing it on a specific like Polynesian culture, but it borrows a little bit of the... Island culture. Mid-1900s thoughts of what it would be like. Mm. And they just go from there, and they riff on things. And do you want <laughs> me to start, or do you want to start? Ah. <laughs> uh. So let's start uh, with the seared steak tacos. Okay. Because we're in it together. We shared both of these dishes. We did. So seared steak tacos. And you got two humongous tacos yes. for this $13. 
And it was filet. Yeah, not ground beef. Filet. Filet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I, seaweed, I don't know how to pronounce it. Wakame. Wakame? Yeah. Okay, here you go. So for the win for him, ginger, cilantro, avocado, lime aioli, hot mustard, sriracha, and a flour tortilla holds it all together. Yeah, now this one blends the whole Tex-Mex style and the Asian together. Mm. Mm. And what can you really, how could Uh, I describe this? The filet had a great char on the exterior and was very tender. mm. The wakame or the seaweed was such an interesting add to this that I didn't really, I expected it because we, we, saw it on the menu but yeah i didn't expect basically it acted a, as a salty component the seaweed yes yeah. mm-hmm. very it, interesting and it was not traditional salt it was that taste of the sea kind of salt that briny seaweed flavor yep and i really liked that i also liked how it was like mashed avocado Yes, not to be confused with a guacamole. It was not turned into guacamole. It was just slightly mashed, just the right ripeness avocado to make it a creamy texture against that seaweed. Which I know I, I am a huge guacamole fan or avocado fan. Love that. So yes. you know, Clearly, you know that if you've seen any recent live. And I think that's such strength. a great textural thing. It's a creaminess, almost like a mayonnaise would be on a hamburger or just a, or a dressing. Yeah, but almost. this was still chunky. Mm-hmm. So I love the consistency as compared to the seaweed and the filet itself, but also then that the lime, the lime aioli, and then the dollops of sriracha and the hot mustard. Yeah, this is like the traditional hot yellow mustard you get like with Chinese takeout mm. or at your favorite Chinese restaurant. And not a lot of it, just a little bit, like literally, like you said, little dollops, mm-hmm. just little dots, little dots in the presentation. So you would, you, this, the first bite, you might get a little bit of the sriracha, which I think is one of the more approachable hot sauces. We should have had that in our list of hot sauces. I the know. Other day. Yeah. We wouldn't have maybe killed ourselves with mm, that. Possibly not. But it's a very approachable, but very flavorful hot sauce. I, yeah. I think this whole dish had layers of tangy, tart, salty, different kinds of spicy not one note spice right tangy tartness creaminess and then the texture of this perfectly cooked meat this filet that's just it was not tough it was like fall apart tender yeah you don't normally see filet used in tacos that's very uncommon it's a prime it's a more premium cut of meat Mm. so typically skirt steak you're would be in a taco skirt steak would be in a yeah that and that typically which i wouldn't complain about no no either i'm a fan of skirt Mm -hmm. steak or flank steak done right another one absolutely but my my question to you did you think that they nailed the cook temperature on this i do yeah i do and i know that some people like their meat a little bit more on the well done side and i think you could ask for it and i'm sure you could because they seemed to be like a very accommodating bunch 
in terms of our server and how knowledgeable she was about the menu and the cocktails and everything. But it was just perfect for us and the way that we like the, the meat to be cooked. Yeah, and truthfully, we split this. One mm-hmm. person could order this, mm-hmm. and I think it's may- a meal. maybe this and, yeah, whatever and you maybe, maybe have as another appetizer. Yeah. And you split with somebody, you're golden for a, a nice lunch or light dinner. And I do love corn tortillas, but I think it was excellent use of the flour tortilla because it was really sturdy up against this there was no skimping on the ingredients and the amount of meat in this no that was the other thing that surprised me you got a lot of beef yeah in each taco because you think oh it's two tacos it's 13 dollars. that's a lot but you can look at the amount of filet you're getting between these two tacos and the flour tortilla was just the perfect vehicle absolutely to hold it all together i like flour tortillas for things like this i like it for tacos where you're not using ground beef mm. like so steak I like, or big slices of chicken and also for fish tacos Mm -hmm. where you have a, like maybe a filet as basically the protein in your taco. I also like them for, for fajitas. Oh yeah. I think that's what you need because again, you're talking about maybe a a tougher cut of meat or bigger cut of meat. Yeah. Larger chunks of, of meat. Yeah. Deserve a hearty vehicle or a double up of the corn tortilla. But if you're, you're doing, do oh yeah, yeah. If you're, oh. yeah, you absolutely. And and that is, I, my overall preference is corn tortillas. Oh, I love them. Especially for a street taco type mm. thing, but you tend to have a smaller diced meat or ground meat for mm. those. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't, I, I have no complaints about this. Would you get it again? Yes. Are yes. you going to share this beautiful photo with the Runcation Nation? It's so, in the it's in the episode artwork. Guys, check out the episode artwork. This is one where you can eat with your eyes. And but I, I also I, think that it deserves its own because the episode artwork is a collage of mm-hmm. all what, that we had. But I think it deserves its own post later on in social media. Check out our social media feed later on this week and see this amazing taco. We're raving about tacos, but tacos are great. Tacos are great. Come on. Oh. Now, here's another one that I, this oh. dish that we're about to talk about, the next dish. Is it controversial? I don't know that it's controversial, but uh, it's a seafood dish. There might be a little bit of controversy there because not everybody's a seafood fan. So if you're not a seafood fan, our first dish is going to hopefully be right up your alley. But oh, yeah. this is one that I didn't expect to like as much as I was going to. And... Really? I you didn't think ended you up would? raving about it. It's and I'd go back in a heartbeat and we haven't even talked about it yet, but I'm just gonna tell you. This would probably be one of the items we would get. Yes. Yeah. I agree. If uh, we repeated the whole entire meal, I would not hate it. No. As Mark Valentine would say from this dis- life, <laughs> I don't hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or, or as I would say, this didn't suck. Yeah. Um, and, and this really didn't. This is their jungle mussels. And for $14, this is a one pound of mussels. And and if you're not familiar with mussels, they are basically, they look like an elongated clam, but with a dark shell. So it's like an oval-shaped bivalve is what they call them that will open up when you cook it in you know boiling or steaming. And I used th- to do a chorizo and mussel kind of bake in the oven. Yes, you did. Yeah. It was so good. But these are, are cooked. This is so right. With pork belly garlic oh. cilantro 
pickled ginger, sweet soy, and then they give you a generous helping of Indian non oh, yeah. bread. They're not skimping on that. No. That's so good. And they're not skimping on the pork belly either and the broth. I was going to say, this comes out, it's a giant pile of mussels. Not a single one of the mussels that we got failed to open. So they were very good at selecting Vetting. healthy mussels. Mm-hmm. When you're eating shellfish, If when you're cooking them, if they don't open, you don't eat them. Discard. So not a single one failed to open. And I'm very picky about my shellfish. Or I'm and very I'm picky about seafood, you, period. But. They were, and I know we're talking about mussels, but for lack of a better term, they were so meaty. Yeah, this is yeah, this is not usually skimpy. No. And this is usually my dig on mussels. Yeah. Is that I would prefer fried oyster for the money. Or clams, usually, because you don't get a ton of meat in the shells. They found some really meaty ones. They're they were fabulous. And they didn't overcook them. No, they were not like chewing gum or rubbery or they were the broth was hot and steaming and they were just open they were served at the perfect time where we could just have a tender muscle with a little bit of pork belly have a little bit of that broth that ginger and soy saltiness (sighs) yeah so they come out They've got this big bowl, and they bring out a second bowl for you. For the shells. For the shells. Yeah. You grab your bread, throw that on your little plate. You scoop out a couple of the mussels. Maybe you dip your bread in the broth first, and then you scoop it out. Yes. And these were just meaty, tender, (gasps) sweet. The The broth you're talking about. This combination of flavors. The you're getting that smokiness from the pork. You're getting oh. that. Gar- I love garlic and anything. Oh, Gar- yeah. Garlic and cilantro. Pickled ginger normally is a little bit sweet. And then you have the sweet soy in addition to that, which gives it a little bit of a little bit of an umami mm. flavor and a little bit of saltiness as well. Oh gosh. But then the sweetness from that soy. Mm. Oh my gosh. This was I, I we didn't leave a drop of the oh, broth. No. When we were done with the mussels, we had some broth left. We were eating that like, you know, we were spooning. This picture that you took is gorgeous. The pork belly is super tender. Honestly, this is a dish that they actually could have easily messed up. Shrimp, clams, hard to do right. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of places do. And we do go to a number of restaurants. We'll get (sighs) seafood options. And very often they don't make the show. Well, that's true. Because there's not enough care given. If you overcook, in this one, you could have overcooked the mussels. They would have shriveled up and gotten tough. They could have overcooked the pork pork belly. belly. And they would have been like eating a pencil eraser. And we've had that before and in dishes that did not make the show that we will not name. Yeah. I have nothing bad to say about this. (sighs) Except that I don't have one right now. Yeah, we don't have one. We should really have one as we're talking about this. What we really should have done is just set the recorder down and... Talked about it while we were eating. Oh, my God. But then I probably would have said we have to stop because I just need a moment alone (laughs) with this dish. It's pretty incredible. It it was beautiful and flavorful and... Fun to share. Satisfying. Yeah. Oh, 
Yep. And ah. it was one of those, a pound, that's a pretty healthy amount. And if you're- It's a great shareable. Perfect for sharing. The two of us sharing it together, mm-hmm. talking, laughing, spooning, and uh, spooning the, like we weren't cuddling in the in Well, the no, booth. but they did have a booth of where we could have- Spooning the broth onto the, onto the bread. Oh, come on. It's, you just- have to have it again we're doing our best to entice people to come down here to florida for a little bit to get that staycation or that runcation gosh so if you're already in the area and you're coming and you're having your staycation or you're looking to come down here and maybe you're going to do one of the regional races mm-hmm. that are happening here in florida or yeah you're just coming to travel and you're in the area of Cape Coral, Fort Myers, Sanibel, Captiva. We this, will warn you. This is somewhere you need to be, like you were about to say, and I didn't mean to cut you off. But we went at the perfect time in the afternoon. Oh, Amy's about to drop a pro tip on you. Give I us the pro tip. Th- I think if you can go there right when they open and you have your pick of the seats and outdoor open air seating or at the bar that's really cool with the sign or the other part of the house that is so beautiful, I think going at lunchtime, then you avoid the possibility of a wait because we have been there many a night. We have driven by. And it is just wall-to-wall people waiting outside. 100%. That at night is a super popular spot. This is a good pro tip. So if you're not not wanting to deal with the weight, Mm. yeah, Mm. do this one as a lunch spot. Mm. 100%. But if you are there at night, wait with a great tiki cocktail. And we're going to tell you all about that. But before we go on, we just want to say thank you to all of our patrons for all your support and for the growth you've allowed us to achieve. All of our patrons help our show so much. You guys have no idea. Your contribution each month helps us continue to bring the Runcation Nation a great show as we head on into 2021. We were just talking about what we're looking to do as as races are coming back. We do have our eyes on some races, and we are going to be sharing some of that in the coming weeks, letting you know. And we'll be able to do those because of our patrons. 100%. And we've made changes to the studio because of you guys. And it wouldn't have happened without you. It just wouldn't Mm. have. So it's all coming back. We are going to be springing into action (laughs) and doing some of the cool stuff that you guys enabled us to do. And we can't thank you enough. And we can't wait to meet up with you and the rest of the members of the Runcation Nation because of your support. If you want to be a supporter, head yeah. over to patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast. We currently have three levels of monthly support, $2, $5, or $10. Each one has its own special perks. We are refining and adding yes. to those in 2021. We're also looking at maybe adding some additional levels. sponsorship levels. Mm-hmm. We're working on that still. We just want to get that right. But patrons get things like special thank you messages from us. Insiders get a look behind the scenes and get access to video footage of an early access to special interviews. I believe that you. Yeah, we just did one. Yeah, we just did part two of Catherine Switzer early access, including the video 
for our insiders. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Things like cooking demos and tastings of favorite food and beverage, and including some bonus items that maybe don't make the show, but mm-hmm. we want to share with you. Our show, the Runny Drink Podcast, it will always be free, but if you want more of our content and you want to help support the show long-term, check us out on patreon.com slash runny drink podcast or if you're on podbean if you're in that ecosystem just tap on the reward button at the uh, top of the podbean app to become a patron right there you're going to find all of the same perks and levels so just tap on that button you don't have to leave the podbean app at all as always we want to say thank you to everyone for all the ways you've supported the runny drink podcast so let's talk cocktails because Again, if you're, Same going, place. if you're going to a tiki bar. Can't help it. And, and when we say bar, tiki restaurant, tiki bar, it has a bar at which you can sit usually. But they have amazing food. We have talked about that on the on these two episodes that we've used to cover this. Mm. But their drink game here so strong. is off the charts good. Mm. And I'm going to start with mine because. Do it. Truth be told. Do it. We love yeah. to talk about tiki drinks. When we go to the Jeff Galloway run, I'm bringing it back to the very beginning of the show. You see this, you know, full trained, circle, trained podcast professional. Full circle. I'm bringing it back. We every time we go to the Jeff Galloway race up in Atlanta in December, we always go to Trader Vic's. It's one of a couple of love locations it. left in the United so States. Much. And Trader Vic's is the place that invented the Mai Tai. And when you think tiki. Really, no drink is more tiki than the Mai Tai. And Mm. this is one of those things, a lot of people think that a Mai Tai is just a bunch of fruit juice and and rum over ice. And that's not really the case. There's some interesting, there are, there are some interesting ingredients in a Mai Tai, Mm. traditionally. The classic presentation and what they do at the Jungle Bird is Mm. they do a traditional Trader Vic's recipe, which I love. Yeah. They don't try to improve upon a classic, Mm. at least in this particular one. They have some house tiki's, house tiki drinks that are their own. Sure. But they are going for tradition here. Mm. So they do the preparation over crushed ice. And the traditional preparation involves two ounces of Jamaican rum. And then here's where I think the drink gets interesting. Mm. This, they usually have a, a liqueur called orgeat. Yes. And that's an almond, almond liqueur. liqueur. And that is an ingredient that a little bit goes a long way because the almond flavor is very strong, but it adds so much to the cocktail. They also use orange curacao liqueur. So that's, that's very sweet and orangey liqueur. And, a quarter ounce or half ounce or so of rock candy syrup or demerara syrup. Uh, Uh, A lot of places will just use simple syrup. Uh, The juice of a lime. And then it's garnished with just a little bit of mint. And uh, it is, I think, one of the most refreshing, just incredibly delicious drinks. And they nail it here they served it in this short mai tai glass that was instead of the traditional like glass mm-hmm. see-through glass yeah. 
they served it in this little green like clay tiki glass so i like the little face on it yeah it's a cute presentation of the drink and what i loved about it was they kept with the traditional flavors they gave it a great presentation the mixture of jamaican rum which tends to have a very molasses note to it Mm -hmm. or brown sugar note to it very often coupled with the almond from the orgeat and then the orange of the curacao that combination is so refreshing and then you get that acidic punch from the lime juice Mm. a lot of people think that there's all this pineapple juice to sweeten it and, and all this there's no pineapple in a traditional mai tai your what i read there is is what you get and it is so refreshing so pure like a pure tiki experience classic classic yeah that's what it is and they do it right it took me immediately back to trader vicks having Mm. it i can't say enough good about what they're doing there Mm. when it comes to their beverage game as well hence the reason they're on the show two weeks or, or twice now twice. within within a month. Yes. What about you? Talk about your <sighs> beverage. Okay. So mine is a house tiki. Yeah, she went off the reservation. She went with something non-traditional. Well, I mean, I really like how the traditional tikis pay homage to the original location where they were invented or created. Yes, that I thought was very cool. They actually cite the location where the drink was invented in the menu. So I probably did our listeners a disservice and we need to go back to have the jungle bird, the actual namesake. Oh, I see what probably I What it bitter and sweet and the perfect blend i just need to know more about it so it's purely for research purposes is the reason you're wanting to go i feel like we're going to have members of the runcation nation message us and go why did you not have the namesake of that restaurant where you visited well if somebody in the runcation nation were to message us or say tweet at us you know at run eat drink pot on twitter and say hey why didn't you have the jungle bird or you could message us on facebook or instagram at Runny Drink Podcast. Then we might have to go back. For science and, and for the sake of our people in the Runcation Nation. 100%. So, so but. So, so talk about yours. Yeah, so sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying. I went in the house tiki direction. And you talked last time. I talked about the Mississippi hog. You talked about the banana hammock. I had the, the fighter. Dr- the drink, not the, the drink, clothing. Not the clothing. The drink from the house tiki menu. Yes. Yes. I had the fighter pilot, which is a boozy blend of four rums, passion fruits, spiced honey syrup, and citrus. Yeah. And um, it's it was served in a glass. All of their tiki glasses can be purchased, which is super cool. That is cool. It was served in a glass that is, it looked like a barrel to me. Yeah. And is that wrong? Is that the wrong way to... It's in the album artwork, so you can see it. The yeah, episode, exact, or the episode artwork. Yeah, that's exactly how I would describe see it. see it, and it had a dried lemon. To yeah, dehydrated lemon Dehydrated slice. lemon and, and a purple flower and, and a green paper straw. Okay, I, I normally... I am one of those people. I'm going to... This is going to be very Go ahead. Con- controversial. Be on, be on the box for a minute. I, I'm very. Okay. It's very controversial. I know that Go we ahead. should all have metal straws we carry around with us 
And if you have to have a disposable straw, you should have a, a paper straw. I normally hate paper straws. I would rather not have a straw than have we a paper straw. We just need to carry around with us a little package of the hay straws that we won in the drawing from the dip crew. Truth. Yeah. Yeah. Because I actually like those. They're actually made from hay. They're mm. very cool. They're not a sponsor of the show. It's just a really cool alternative. Love it. Because they hold up and they don't get soggy and gross like a paper straw. But I loved their paper straws here. Yeah, they were super cute. The paper straws look like bamboo. Mm-hmm. And when you see the the paper straws in the episode artwork, you're going to be like, that's adorable. It is a really nice touch, and it made me actually not hate their paper straws. So I, yeah. hats off to them for that. So it, she said it was boozy, this fighter pilot. Yes. Right? It's clearly going to have some oomph to it. This fighter pilot it uh, but it didn't taste boozy to me and i know that i let you try it i didn't think it was especially boozy i truth be told i think the banana hammock that i had on the last episode was more boozy i mean i I just the spiced honey the citrus the passion fruit i think they all played a part in making it taste not as boozy as anticipated yeah now passion fruit for a lot of people don't realize how tart passion fruit really is Mm. so there's a really nice tart element there but that spiced honey syrup that's what counterbalances that was that was really good so i was very impressed i enjoyed that a lot i would have it again i i i couldn't leave though because you were nice enough to let me have... We, we had a long meal to there. To let you we have. We had... Well, since you were the designated driver. Well, that's true. And I and we had a really long meal there. Mm-hmm. So I was able to have a bonus cocktail. Oh, yes. Because in The Lion King, my favorite character in all of Disney is Rafiki. The baboon, the wise old baboon that yeah. uh, holds up Simba to the crowd of animals. He's and awesome. He's rubs my the, rubs the clay against or across his forehead. He's my jam. I love the picture we got at Disney of you and Rafiki hugging before the pandemic and all of that. The last time we went and visited Rafiki's planet or whatever they call that, right? Where you take the train out there and at I. Loved that. And so I had to get his namesake here at the Jungle Bird, which is the Rafiki Tiki, which is an exciting take on a pina colada. So what did you think? Typically, a pina colada is a frozen drink. And you have what? You have what? Light rum. You have some kind of pina colada mix. Yeah, typically cream of coconut, mm-hmm. pina colada mix. Sometimes yeah. they'll actually get a nice uh, blend with the ones I really like also include a little bit of a dark rum in there as well. And they're yeah. typically the the quintessential frozen fruity. Pineapple juice, diced pineapple, ice, coconut cream, white rum, dark rum, that kind of thing. Yeah. This was over ice it was not blended it was liquid form of those ingredients and that is i think the one and only time i've ever seen that 
I don't think I've ever seen it either. And what did you think? So of it? that made it unique. And then the vehicle that it came in. <laughs> uh, we are fans of the glassware that they chose for all these drinks. Wasn't it? I Well, I don't know. Well, I may not have had a picture of it. <laughs> My apologies. Okay. Do I? Oh, yes, I do. My bad. Success. Okay. Yes. It was, I think, the only one that had a handle that we had. It was like a pineapple mug. Yeah. And it had the, the signature green bamboo straw and the purple flower. Yeah, they actually garnished these with edible purple flowers. Mm-hmm. Which I, did, I didn't eat the flower. No. But I had the beverage itself in that pineapple glass. And it was... I expected it to be really syrupy and really sweet. And it was sweet. But it was also not a heavy-bodied beverage. So typically, frozen drinks, what they'll do is fill you up because they're larger drinks. They're heavy on ice, Mm -hmm. blended together with the ingredients so that you're filled up and it's almost like you you can't... It's a lot of water. Yeah, and we couldn't enjoy the all the starters that we enjoyed that day or a larger meal, a celebratory meal, because of the larger frozen drink. But this is just, this is a mug-sized version, and it's over ice instead of blended. And I thought it was the perfect combination of sweet and that lighter body of the beverage. Nice. Now, do you prefer, now that you've had it both ways, how do you prefer your pina colada? It depends on the situation. If you're going to have a larger meal, I like it this way. Okay. Yeah. I would like to see somebody order their pina colada on the rocks from a bartender and watch the bartender's head explode because they'd be like, You what? think that would happen? I think if we had some, some of the bartenders we've been lucky enough to meet out in California and various places... Here locally as well, I, some would get it. there are some who are seasoned veterans who would roll with it and make it happen. And that's what I love. Well, I'm glad you found the photo of it. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm really, so excited. It, it, it's going to be in the episode artwork. The beverage glassware was so cool. And it just rounded out the whole experience. When you go and you're eating there or drinking there, it is just this immersive courtyard that... that you forget you're in a very large city here in Southwest Florida. You forget you're in Cape Coral. You do. You absolutely yeah. do. And it's that place feels like it should be out at the beach. One hundred percent. Absolutely. I, and I, I cannot recommend this place enough yeah. for our listeners. We really hope that you'll check them out. Jungle Bird Tiki. You're going to see links in the show notes. We're just trying to entice everybody to come see us. We are. That's the thing. It's, well, you know what? For the longest time, we didn't really do a whole lot of stuff that was in our own hometown. So we're making up a little bit of lost time there. Mm. We're also wanting to share some things that we discover and find and love. Yes. That's, that's Show the, the local love that. as well. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But now that we have finished your bonus cocktail, yeah, that means that we are done. We are with our episode for this week. Another episode in the can. But next week, stay tuned because we have a live race to recap. We actually got to run a live race. We got to run a live race and some local vegan dishes to share as well. Oh, this one's going to be great. I yeah. think this is 
And trust us, this is vegan dishes that even the non-vegan would love. Would love. Yay. So we've got some interesting stuff. So stay tuned for that. In the meantime, guys, of course, we talked about supporting us through our Patreon. But if you could head on over to Apple Podcasts and give us a rating and review. Just take a minute and please do that. It helps us get discovered now that we've gotten our technical issue uh, worked out with our, our friends over at Apple. We would really appreciate a recent rating and review from you guys. And it's a free way to support the show and help the Runcation Nation to grow. Absolutely. So, so thank you guys so much for listening this week. Thank you for joining us on your long run, your commute to work around the house, wherever you were when you listened. Thank you. I am your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. Stay safe and well, and we will accomplish, explore, and indulge with you really soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We're having another great year thanks to your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're at Run, Eat, Drink podcast. And on Twitter, we're Run, Eat, Drink, Pod. You can also give us a call at 941-677-2733 or send us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Find out how you can support the show at patreon.com slash runeatdrinkpodcast accomplish explore and indulge right along with us we'll talk to you next time